Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Shemaine's Model Health Podcast for those wishing to optimize their long-term health and weight loss goals. I am Shemaine Linney. I am your host. I am a fitness and nutrition expert, and I'm very grateful to have you here with me today. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far and enjoying the fresh air and drier, warmer weather while you can. So this week, we're going to continue on with our brain podcast so emphasizing on the brain because like I mentioned last week I am a keynote speaker on brain health in the next two weeks um, in the Mount Royal University so I wanted to do a series of podcasts on how we can optimize your brain health before I step on stage. So this week's podcast is something I talk about and have talked about a lot, which is sleep in relation to your brain health, which in turn, of course, relates to your health and then your weight goals and any other goals really that you may have in your life, whether or not you're building a business, whether or not you're building a relationship, your brain is one of the key components in that. And one of the key components in taking care of your brain is... You guessed it, sleep. And sleep is so, so important for your brain for so many reasons. Um, one of the best ways to improve your memory and cognitive performance um, and for that ability to make good, appropriate choices that get you closer to your goals throughout the day is by getting a good night's sleep. Um, And the most important, I suppose, area of sleep for optimizing your brain and your life and your goals would be REM sleeps, which is the critical area for your memory because that's when you basically retain or store or file away any of the information that you have learned during the day happens when you're in your REM cycle. Um, So when we sleep, our brain, believe it or not, shrinks up to 60%, which is amazing. And our brain shrinks to this size so that it can do a bit of housekeeping. It can clean itself up. Our lymphatic system, which is the detoxification system in our brain, can um, pretty much send out its little workers to clean in between the cells and clean up all those neurotransmitters and just get rid of any toxins that may have unfortunately crossed the blood-brain barrier and maybe floating around. So that's why your brain shrinks. So it allows your lymphatic system um, to do a cleanup and just get rid of anything that may cause damage or be slowing down your cognitive performance. Um, and in this state, we go through um, many cycles. So while our brain is doing its repairs and cleaning up and regrowing new brain cells and filing away information and getting rid of useless stuff that you may have learned during the day, like those Facebook ads or maybe pop-up ads on TV, just useless information we get rid of all of that stuff when we sleep as well and when your brain is sleeping or when you're sleeping you go through many cycles now we have two 
sleep systems, okay? Keyword being there is systems. So sleep drive is number one, and that's your desire to sleep. That's when you're like, oh, I'm exhausted, I need to go to bed. Uh, that's what your sleep drive is. Sleep drive kind of works like hunger and occurs over a certain amount of time. So the same way you'll be hungry every couple of hours, kind of after a certain amount of hours, your sleep drive is going to kick in. And for most people, it's usually around 10, 11 p.m. at night is when our sleep desire kicks in. We're like, right, I'm fit for bed now. So... When we're looking at our second system, this one is called your sleep rhythm. And this is the natural time you go to sleep. Um, and this is where our bodies will tell us it's time for bed now, but it'll be the same time every day generally. We rotate around the same hours. Um, so that's what your sleep rhythm is. Then balancing your sleep drive and your sleep rhythm is very important to get a good sleep. So if you've ever been exhausted and gone to bed early but couldn't sleep, you had lots of drive but you didn't have that rhythm that your body's telling you it's time to sleep. So your drive is like, I'm going to bed at 10, but your body is like, 10's too early for me. I'd rather 11 kind of thing. So you're lying there staring at the ceiling for an hour. Um, and then, of course, the opposite is if you've ever fallen asleep early at, say, 6 or 7 p.m. after dinner unintentionally and woke up and then went to bed at your normal time, at that stage, you had too much rhythm and not enough drive. Does that make sense? I hope so. So then next, we look at the stages of sleep. So these are your different sleep cycles. So stage one and two make up about 50% of your sleep. Um, scientists aren't too clear what it does. I'm thinking, again, it's more along the lines of refilling those energy stores, maybe. Then stage three and four of sleep are your delta sleep. And this is where you're actually, these are physically restorative so you're repairing tissues um, and any damaged cells or regrowing bone or whatever it may be so this occurs during the first third of the night um, and this is also the stage that you filter out any of that useless information like the Facebook ads so then the next I think is one of the most important we mentioned above or earlier is REM sleep and this occurs during the last third of the night and it's at this stage that your brain files away information from your short term to your long term memory so anything important you have learned that day then this is the cycle that that all gets filed away for you to be able to access at a later stage. Your brain also creates organizational structures in your head that attach to new information. Um, they attach new information to information that you may already know. And this is called... Um, 
a form of recall. And by attaching new information to information you already know, you can improve recall. So let's say, for example, I learned about the brain 15 years ago. And now in those 15 years, new information has come out about the brain. And I learned something that really... Um, interests me. Then at night I'm going to attach that new information to what I already knew about the brain. So this then kind of freshens up what I already knew and improves memory recall. Um, and then it's, it's thought that in this REM cycle that dreaming happens as well. So it's super important to make sure that you are getting enough sleep and listening to your sleep drive and sleep rhythm as well so that one, you don't incur brain fog the next day because this will happen with lack of sleep. Your brain won't be as sharp. It won't be as fast. You won't be able to make the best decisions that you could if you had a good night's sleep. You will also struggle to recall that information that maybe you learned over the last week. You'll have issues recalling that. You'll also experience a higher amount of cravings, especially for sugar, when you are sleep deprived because your brain is a very primal organ and it's constantly looking for an energy source. So if your brain is low on energy due to lack of sleep, then it's going to send out signals to you saying, I need sugar, I need sugar, I need sugar. And this is where subconsciously you're going for sugar without realizing it because of your lack of sleep. It also, when we are sleep deprived, our metabolism will slow down as it tries to conserve energy. We move at a lower pace because your brain is priority when it comes to energy, not everything else. So if you're sleep deprived and your brain is looking for glucose, for energy to run and function, um, then your metabolism is going to slow down. Everything's just going to be on a go slow that day. So making sure that you prioritize sleep is one of these key components in getting to your goals, whatever they may be. It helps keep your brain running optimally at its highest performance level and pumping out that content at a nice speed as you need it. So there are many, many steps to getting a good sleep. I have my own. I know a lot of different doctors out there have their own. And there's one thing that I will emphasize on is a good sleep does start in the morning. As strange as it may sound, how you start your day off, that will determine how you will sleep that night because of your circadian rhythm and how your body aligns with the earth's clock. This is very important that you're starting your day off properly so that you can get that circadian rhythm in line with the earth and then have all your hormones released at the proper amount of time so that you are ready for a good night's sleep at the correct time too. So some ways to get a good night's sleep is try to wake up at the same time every day. This 
is including on weekends and I know how hard this can be um, because we want a rest on the weekend we might stay up later on the weekends we might be partying so it's harder to get up at the same time but where you can sticking to one sleep schedule can improve your memory your sleep and your focus so try to wake up at the same time every day um, this is a general rule for all staff two is there are exceptions but stop drinking caffeine by 2 p.m if you are really sensitive to caffeine then i'm going to recommend 12 p.m um, and if you've got adrenal fatigue we're looking at something totally different there there are exceptions i can drink caffeine right up to 15 minutes before bed and I'll still fall asleep and I'll still go through all my cycles and feel great. Different people metabolize um, caffeine at different speeds so you should know how you respond but the general rule is 2 p.m. no caffeine after that. Um, so this then will allow again those hormones to just keep uh, running properly and it'll give your body enough time to eliminate caffeine by bed. Um, this one a little bit more trickier. Step three is going to be stop drinking alcohol three hours before bedtime. Realistically that doesn't happen for most people. If you're having a glass of wine after the kids go to bed you're going to have that glass of wine at about 8 9 p.m and then bed by 10 11 so it's just something to bear in mind um two glasses of wine at dinner will help you fall asleep but whether or not it gets in gets you into um restorative sleep is another question Generally, as a rule of thumb, alcohol does affect your ability to get into the restorative, restorative sleep. Step four, and I say this all the time, and people are so surprised when I say this. Don't exercise in the evening, especially not high intensity exercise. Like some light stretching, some mobility, a walk is fine. But exercising in the evening is not a good idea because it's going to keep your stress hormones elevated and it's going to interrupt your sleep. So even if you fall asleep, you're not going to get into quality sleep. Um, then I like to say keep your room nice and cool. This is important to make sure that your core temperature drops right to where we want it for you to get a good night's sleep. I also like people to keep green leafy plant in their room so that they can keep recycling, recycling um, air throughout the night as they sleep. So obviously a plant is going to keep producing oxygen so you're still getting somewhat new oxygen while you sleep and not just stale oxygen and carbon dioxide all night. So it's a good idea to keep a green plant in your room. Uh, then the next step and I think we'll leave it here is try keep your room as dark as possible and that even means LED lights any little red or blue spots anywhere in your room off TVs or laptops or anything they should be covered up completely or plug all electronics out of the wall your room should be as black as possible 
any tiny interruption or bit of light that gets on your skin, wherever it may be on your skin, is going to interfere with your sleep. You might think it does, but it does. Um, but right now, that is enough as to not overwhelm you. But there's some great steps that you can take to improve your sleep, which in turn will improve your cognitive performance, which in turn will get you to your goals a lot quicker. Um, so I hope you found that helpful. And we will chat soon. And of course, please share with anyone that you feel may benefit. And have a great, safe week, everyone. Bye.